Hello and welcome to the 361 Podcast Season 10, Episode 6. My name is Ben Smith from Wireless Worker. I'm Ray Blanford from the All About Sites. And I'm Ewan from Mobile Industry Review. Well, we asked you feedback and we got some. So this week we're responding to a listener question. Now that mobile is the primary way to access social networks, we thought it's a topic that's overdue for us to talk about. So stand by for the 361 Gentleman's Guide to Social Media. Thanks to our friends from TigerMobiles.com, we've got a fantastic prize if you sign up for our exciting new newsletter. Welcome back, chaps. How are you? Come on. Oh, low energy this week. No, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, just didn't want to say rocking. Oh, fair enough. I had some feedback. Uh, did you? Yeah. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Was the feedback. Yeah. Pretty nice to raise. Basically, yeah. No, that was, that's, never, if. that's never been that's the, that's the whole point of the show. <laughs> the only... I ask people what their favorite bit of the podcast is. They <laughs> say it's when people are nasty to you. That's, that sort of looks horrible and they just laugh. Yeah. That episode where Ewan says that thing to Rafe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been we, a little while. I'm going to have one of them in the, in the series. Let, let, us, let us know your, let us know, let us know your favorite episodes. And uh, if you haven't got a favorite episode, let us know the favorite time that Ewan shouted at Rafe. So, uh, any news this week, guys, before we get into the main meat of it? No, can we just be clear what you mean by this? Because you wrong-footed me the last time. So, in previous weeks, I wasn't clear enough that have you any interesting news to share with us? Right, yes. I have a new service that I haven't used yet, but I'm about to. And okay. I thought you might want to come on the journey with me. I, I always want to come on the journey with you. Go right, on. and it's called Babylon. Right, I immediately want to stop coming on the journey with you because it you, sounds dodgy. It's a... Well, uh, ancient capital of... No, no, no. It's probably probably based on that, I suppose. Hanging gardens. It is a GP surgery on your smartphone. A GP surgery on your smartphone. That's right. I came across it in the App Store. Not very big GP surgery then, is it? Well, basically, you can do video phone consultations with top doctors. Oh, so you're saying it's in your phone, not on your phone. On your phone, on your phone, right? Or through, via your phone. Okay. And it's particularly useful. I mean, I I have asthma. It's managed. Don't worry. Um, I I wasn't. Okay, but you know I have to get the inhalers and things, and, and I just want to talk to someone at any time, basically. And this looks particularly smart. The consultations are let's just get it right, free for the first thirty days, and then four ninety nine or seven ninety nine per month for unlimited um, consultations. Now I don't think I'm breaching a, a trust when I say that before the podcast in a few months ago, I think we were talking about choosing nurseries and schools for our respective children when I had told you oh, that yeah. I was going. And I think you said to me that, oh, you know, you've got to shop around and make sure that, you know, kind of you, you know, you've really got to pay for quality because if someone's looking after your child, you know, it's really important. Yeah, I want a that, service level. Yeah. So having taken that concept, you know, under my belt, and thought, yeah, no, Ewan's right. Actually, we're going to really make sure that we get somewhere that really, you know, takes care of him and looks after him when he goes into nursery. Yeah, Ewan's right. Yeah, That's kind of, Ewan, kind of. I, I never, I never argue with you on that one. Okay. You're now prepared to take medical advice from somebody who charges four ninety nine for half an hour's worth of from advice. From the proper British doctors, proper British doctors yes. who charge four ninety nine per consultation. Right now. Look, I'm not up with the cost of medical training, but I'm suspecting that you need okay. to earn you want something to be more expensive. It's just you and your flipping watch, isn't it? I just, I just not sure. I want to take medical uh, advice no, wait, from somebody. Sorry. It says there is a Ben Smith option here, and it's six hundred pounds per twenty I, minute. I just don't know if I want to take medical advice from somebody who's selling it by the minute through through per a month for unlimited consultations. So set, yeah, seven four ninety nine or seven ninety nine per month. There's a subscription thing. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Or if you do not wish to subscribe, you can pay as you go for £29 per appointment. There you are. So basically, you pay seven ninety nine a month for unlimited consultations. That just seems very, very you subscribe, yes. right? 
or no, 29, I understand quid, the concept 29 quid, that's, um, I understand the concept that's cheaper of than the, um, the medical centers that you can walk into. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's just alarmingly cheap. I would have thought that getting like a doctor immediately on demand for an app should have been something that would have been a premium. Well, I think that sounds really good. I don't think it's too I, crazy. I just, I'm very suspicious. Anyway, look, we talk about the concept. So for me, when I just want simple stuff like a prescription, like I need to change my asthma medicine, or I need, can I, I just need to have a quick prescription. <laughs> I'm having an asthma attack. What oh, should we mock that sort of thing, Ben? Yeah. Your I'm, I'm, not mock, I'm not mocking the illness. He's mocking I'm, me I'm, as I'm, opposed to... So, so basically what you're saying, Ewan, is you are having more success in continuing to turn your life into a advert for ubering your life well okay wait a minute if i want to speak to my gp you know how annoying that whole thing is it's ridiculous right you phone up you got a phone uh, just after eight o'clock you can't get through to them because blah blah blah. and you know i'm not dying i'm quite happy for the the older people who need medical attention to get priority but i just i just want my prescription please so i'm going to subscribe to this and try it out no, it does depend. In the UK, obviously, yeah. healthcare is provided centrally through taxation for it, the point of use. And uh, my doctor's surgery, my, my general mm-hmm. practitioner, does actually offer you know online and mobile bookings through the service. And that's you've cool. got to register, and that's yeah. really that's really cool. So I find it easier to access my but my But can you GP. get a prescription with, without having to speak to them? No, exactly. the, the closest the closest we've come. You've got to is, physically go there, right? No, no, you can do a telephone consultation. You can book a telephone consultation. Yeah, it's annoying, though. It, it's and not you're, admitted. You're it's at not, the bottom of the list. It's not. It's not a. It's not a video consultation. But there again, I'm also not worried that the doctor's going to say, you know, would you like to buy some of my anyway, special drugs? Anyway, I think drugs? it's a great app. There you go. Well, that's interesting. Oh, it sounds great. I need to try it. Yeah, we'll yeah. try it out. And, yeah. and if Ewan lives to the end of season ten, we'll let you know how he gets on with that. I definitely seek a second opinion before taking any drugs that they recommend. So definitely. I'm already, I just need someone to sign a piece of paper, right? I know what drugs I need. Excellent. Well, that's easily done over FaceTime, so that's good. Ralph Manford? Well, in my quest to keep track of all the MVNOs launching in the UK, I just want to note that the post office has just launched one, and they say that two out of three people who are on pairs you go would consider getting it through the post office. I said, yeah, Yeah. I'm sure that many people will consider, but very few actually will. Will, yeah. The the deals are pretty standard. It's happening the 5p minute etc etc but it just seems there's a whole proliferation of these things it's hard to get excited about them and i actually took much more interest in ordering a new multi usb charger off amazon from anchor for 20 quid with the satisfaction that it's got you know 60 watts so it can power all the things i want to charge fast at the same time there we go. Yeah, there is. I, I have one of those by the side of my bed. And actually, I've almost got to the point now where all the six charging points are full up with all the various devices that need charged every night. So. You've got USB on the wall now. It's a trouble oh, with having fancy. four wearables on your wrist. You well, get, get the electrician round or do it yourself if you can be bothered to put on a new uh, plug a, replacement thing. Plug replacement thing. The problem with those is yeah. they're all the low power ones. Right. Because of health and safety. So you can't actually get a high enough power through them to recharge things quickly enough like oh, okay. well, it's tablets. fine overnight yeah, yeah that's true news from me a couple of weeks ago I talked about having smart meters installed in my home and These it wasn't are, working was it well the, the meters were working fine so they were telling my utility providers what gas and electricity I was using that's gas in the proper sense not as in the American petroleum sense fuel gas we were using and, and, and electricity but I wasn't getting any of the consumer features that's all fixed now and it's really a fantastic experience so I've got a little Zigbee gateway that's a, a little wireless adapter that plugs into my broadband router that talks to both my gas and electricity meters over a wireless connection and I can go onto my utility providers website and when I do it makes a connection back to that device and 
and it can show me in real time my usage. So I can sit on a web page, I can go and turn the washing machine or kettle on, and I can see the power consumption go up and down, and it tracks it minute by minute. Mm, it's apps nice. really clever. I'm still slightly baffled why you have two connections, you know, a, a, a mobile network connection for the billing data and a broadband connection for the consumption reports and things. But I think it's probably just about reliability that the billing data needs to be delivered to a schedule, whereas if my usage meter doesn't work, it's absolutely fantastic. And any time I can check what our usage is, see nice graphs and things smart, in real time. And, and it really helps me work out what appliances use loads of power and, and use and them what, less. which one is it? It's all the big appliances, so washing machines and dishwashers. It's amazing because we turn our dishwasher on as we go to bed. You know, you have your dinner, mm-hmm. load it up, and you can see the spikes because it heats up a load of water and then obviously washes for a bit and then heats up to dry and then washes for a bit. And so you see this spike. You can actually see the times as it goes past. It's really fascinating to see actually, you know, how much that wash has cost you. And yes. it makes you think, oh, actually, I'm just going to, I'm not going to run it when it's half empty. I'm going to load it up and be a bit more kind of energy conscious. Very smart. I really love the fact that bits of my house now are kind of talking that to my broadband. Very smart. You know, yeah. and because it's Zigbee, you know, other devices, other smart home appliances, I could bring them into the home and uh, start to use those same kind of those same kind of systems. Google Nest, you haven't been turned by that. Oh, I'm tempted. Tempted. Yeah, me too. Me but too. Uh, unfortunately, Google Nest won't work with the type of heating system we have in our house. So Get a new heating system. It would. Mm. Get a new house. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got a new house only very recently, so I, I, it feels like an expensive luxury. Yes. It's not compatible. D- darling, we need to move house because this, this, this 200 pound smartphone accessory is not compatible with our underfloor heating. But no, I know. Underfloor like, heating? I, I know, yeah, it doesn't work with, uh, with underfloor heating. So at least not the system. Have you have. got that in your place? No. No, no, your country place? No. All right. No, but there again, they didn't have that in the 1800s. Rafe just has a servant follow him round with a blanket at all times. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what are we talking about this week, Hugh McLeod? We're going social. We are going social. And, uh, you know, sometimes we say, if you've got a viewer or comment, get in touch. Well, yeah. um, Mr. Cuts did on the Twitters. He tweeted us at 361 Podcast. And um, What's Mr. Cuts' name? Mr. Cuts, I don't know what Mr. Cuts' name is. It's just, he's just Mr. Cuts. Okay, hi, Mr. Cuts. So, hello, Mr. Cuts, at mi 5 T-E-R underscore C or Mr. Cuts. And we were all talking about LinkedIn one day. Yeah. And he noticed and he said, given I'm feeling the team's love for LinkedIn, we'll come back to that. <laughs> how's about social media and mobile in the next season of 361 Podcast? And I thought, God, bloody hell, why would we want to do social? We're talking about it all the time. And then I went back and looked at the episodes and went, oh, we've never, ever talked about social media ever. Mm. So we're going to talk about social media. So are we big users of social? Well, before we get into that, I kind of want to preface this with none of us are social media professionals, like for brands and stuff like that. None of us are James Watley. No, hello, James. You know, yes. uh, co-host of the Voicemail Podcast. Indeed. Always a, a friend. It. It's great. Friends of the show, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so there are, there are clearly people who work in those industries, and we're not going to touch on that because that's not our job. Can't compete. But we're talking about it from the perspective of people. An end user. People who use social yes. media and how you might use it but also i kind of feel almost like i want to do an apology because i am interested in social media but it's not it's not really like a mobile thing is it we're like, i feel like we're drifting off topic this week well, I, I, think I think you're wrong yeah I, I think mobile is crucial to social media i think it's time for a few stats but <sighs> have you got some rafe blanford has some facts so, he, he's got some facts on a bright orange Nokia smartphone, which yeah. means his surreptitious attempts to quickly look some information up and prove me wrong was not very surreptitious. So I actually would say that social media is now predominantly consumed 
on mobile devices. So actually, when you're doing social... Is it created on mobile? Well? Mobile first. Well, for individuals, it certainly is. When we're yeah. talking about brands, I think maybe it's more carefully planned. But for example, Instagram, 78% of people are using that yeah. on mobile, yeah. and actually 27% tablet, 32% laptop, and sort of about the same for desktop. And actually, you go for all of the big ones like Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, they're all, you know, 70% plus. And it's only some of the other ones, like LinkedIn is sort of 30% mobile. I think we'll come back to that. Mm. So actually, I would dispute the fact that it's not on topic, and it's not mobile, because actually, I think it is. And social is just ahead of the rest of the web the rest of the internet in terms of being consumed on mobile. It's actually kind of an interesting subject to talk about and look at because actually it's the one that is very truly mobile first in a kind of all-encompassing way. Okay, I just want to pause because since we're talking about social, mm. it reminds me that I haven't yet this episode talked about the competition that we're running. And while you're listening to this, you could tweet us and you... Oh, you're you making an assumption that most of the people are listening to this on... Well, Brave Blanford's just proved to me that they, they are. They must are, be, yeah. You could tweet us at 361podcast. Double tap, swap into Twitter. Or you could go to 361podcast.com and and send us a message that way. Or later, you could give us a ring. How do you join the newsletter? You could do that from 361podcast.com. It's a fantastic page there. And it will all work on your mobile browser. It's all beautiful. We should have a text link as well. You could text 361 to the global shortcode. No one texts. It's... Don't text. Right. The great thing is there's a whole bunch of prizes. TigerMobiles.com, the comparison shopping website, have given That's us. Right. I mean, you can get the smartphone that you choice. vote of yeah. as the best. And also the amazing guys from Lantronics have got a bunch of printer gizmos. You can, uh, so you really can pr- smart. print from your tablets and your mobile devices. And I thought we should just acknowledge those now because people might want to do that whilst they're listening to the episode. And you so and use social. There you go. Okay. So, look, I'm grudgingly willing to talk about social, but I'm going to insist that it's advice so i propose gentlemen that this is the 361 almost gentleman's guide to doing mobile social properly okay okay and it's room 101 rules if you've seen the tv show no, i've always flicked past that okay well i want you to propose your recommendation yeah. and then we'll agree or, or, or disagree and then at the end we'll pick some that we, we're going to make our recommendations to sort of vote in as it were does that mean they've become permanent yeah, that's it. That's going to be. So if you put it into one hundred and one room, one hundred and one, you, you, it's kept. Well, room one hundred and one is the opposite. You get rid of that's it. That's why I thought. But, okay, right. But it's we'll do it differently. Room yeah. three six one. Room three six one. Okay. Okay, right, right. So go on. I'll kick off LinkedIn because I'm quite horrified that both of you don't seem to use LinkedIn properly. Do you? Yeah. Have, have you got a, a full profile on LinkedIn? I do. Yeah. Okay. My, my profile is superstar status on LinkedIn, according yeah. to LinkedIn. Superstar status. What is that? It just means you filled in all the things on your profile. All right, I've, I've got that as well then. Okay. Have you put your publications down there? Yep, yeah. Have you put your publications? I've got some of those, yeah, and I've got 361 as a project. I have added that as well. Okay, why LinkedIn, I think, is well, it depends on your role. I think if you are doing white-collar style jobs in cities, then LinkedIn is probably going to be quite close to your... Um, you snob. What's wrong with that? You snob. Surely that is not a snobbish comment. LinkedIn is for white-collar people who work in cities because no one else has a profession or a career worth talking about. Well, is, it, is that not accurate? No, it's not accurate. Okay, right, correct me then. Well, I just, I, so I think that... People in offices. Professional networking stretches far beyond 
people in offices. If you are a car mechanic, are you connected to people on LinkedIn? No, but I worked with, for example, with people in the defence industry. Yeah. And the, That's white collar. The military networks, including yeah. soldiers, yeah. who I don't think would class as a white collar uh, job. Okay. You know, yeah, it, right. It's huge. What, on LinkedIn? Mm, yeah, right. colossal. People but, posing with the guns and everything. No, no, but, but, but nevertheless, you know, people build strong professional bonds with the people they work yes, with and, yes. and those sorts of things there. But so my problem here is I think your recommendation is that, are you, are you saying like LinkedIn is the bee's knees? The bee's knees. No, 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 I'm just saying something you should do. I turned up to a um, an interview. Uh, it was an interview with a headhunter and I hadn't sent my CV yet. Right, because you know, I don't know if you if you're familiar with that kind of concept. You might meet them and have a chat. Usually, they want to see your CV, blah blah blah. Resume, resume. And I sat down with a guy, and I was astonished when he said, "So I've I've had a look at your background." I thought, "So no, no, you haven't, because I haven't sent you the CV yet. We're just chatting." And he brought out a printed copy of my LinkedIn profile. And I thought, "Oh, see, I think you've already proven that LinkedIn is a." Waste of space as a social network. Two right. reasons. Well, wait a minute. Hang on a second. On. Rafe Blanford has just told us that LinkedIn is mostly used on desktop. Mm -hmm. So I think that should immediately be excluded because it's one of the few that is mostly used on desktop and it's not following the mobile excluded revolution. Excluded from what? From our conversation as like right. you know, top networks to give your attention to. And then secondly... This um, is how you generate so revenue. Social networks are supposed to be about communicating and collaborating with people and sharing interests and knowledge. And you wrote some stuff on a profile, which then no one made contact with you about. And he then printed out onto a piece of paper. So it's glorified. Well, he C made contact it's, with me via LinkedIn. It's a glorified it's CV. A CV database. Yes. Right, which is particularly useful if you live your life trying to get hired. I don't dispute that, but I think the social elements of LinkedIn aren't as strong as the other networks because it becomes very business orientated about self-promotion. And so the a utility that you can extract from it in that social networking sense is less, uh, don't get me wrong, for professional development and career opportunity, yes, it's valuable, but I don't think that's particularly the social attribute of LinkedIn. Okay. And can we also just talk about how horrific LinkedIn is on a mobile device? Yeah, Ben's second law of mobile. Okay, uh, what was your first one? The first law of mobile is if the press release contains the words operator consortium, oh, it'll right. be dead in a year. Right. But in second law of mobile is if you're thinking about making a mobile app and you're thinking about how you should solve a particular problem, look at the way that the LinkedIn app solves that problem and do the exact opposite thing yes. because the people who've designed LinkedIn's mobile and tablet apps oh. basically are just bad people who make bad decisions. It is poor. Right, okay, can I finish the LinkedIn topic? No, then? I think... I think I, no, wait a minute. Rafe and I are going to vote you yep. off the no, island. No, no hold no, on. No. Two thumbs down. down. We're, we're, we're no. moving. My we're, chair flipped. We're, your chair is flipped. We're moving on. Okay, Rafe Lanford. So it's a general point about how you use social networks. Keep your private conversations private. Don't have them happening on your Facebook stream or on Twitter that's what WhatsApp and all the other over-the-top messaging services are for. I don't really care to follow your personal conversations with your family and friends and members. Just have it in the right time, right place. This is the Rafe Blanford DeBrett's guide to social media, isn't it? Isn't that what you guys are doing when I come out of meetings and go, oh, geez, they've been chatting again. And you've all been having a conversation on Twitter with each other, replying to all. Ah, those got you both. Those got you both. No, no, those Twitter conversations are different because essentially we're using it to promote the show with a little bit of witty banter back and forth. But also, we're talking. We generally to have an audience. 
this is a place where we share ideas and things we think about and, and you know the two people who listen are vaguely interested mm. and we're generally talking about those topics if Rafe and I were talking about as that rash you showed me cleared up yet yeah, yeah I've got yeah. some special cream for the doctors Zap is a photo <laughs> oh my god that doesn't look right you should definitely get down accident and emergency in the hospital you we'll know, get Babylon I, uh, exactly or, or get some four ninety nine a minute doctor to, to look at it <laughs> 29 I, per month no, so, per, so per my rule session. here that I want to sort of yes. formulate What's your thing? is that Social media is for public communication. Is your argument not all media should be social? I think it probably is. There you yeah, go. that's better. All right. what's, I, the, I, what's my LinkedIn I'm, one? I'm going to vote for the uh, LinkedIn one. It's just a bad idea. But I, I actually, I like that one, Rafe, because I agree. And I like the fact that mobile makes it so easy to switch between different apps that it's no bother to have your friends in WhatsApp and your family on Facebook and your colleagues on LinkedIn or Twitter and you know, to really easily switch between them. And all the headhunters on LinkedIn. Well, if that's your bag. Right, okay, so at least I've got a thing. I was feeling a bit left out there. I've got a thing. You've got a thing. Headhunters on LinkedIn. There you go. So we've rejected you and we've accepted mine. What are you going to propose, Ben? All right, so so first one I wanted to suggest was on social media, don't follow brands, follow interesting people. So this explains why we've got no followers, right? (laughs) Exactly. So, So immediately unfollow me. I really don't like following brands on social media. I just think... British Airways, Vodafone. Yeah, so now I have to confess a bit of hypocrisy here because I do love a bit of Instagram cars. You know, I do like fancy cars. And so, you know, I like to see photos of interesting cars or rare cars or... Who do you follow? But is is Instagram perhaps the exception to the rule here because of the type of content that it's being offered? I wondered about that, but actually, no, because I I did a bit of research before the the episode. I said, well, if you look at, let's say, Mercedes-Benz, for example and you look at their feed, here's a picture of our car, here's a picture of our car, our car looks nice, here's our car at a launch event. Yeah. It's just boring, and they don't have... They're not allowed to. But, but they, yeah. they, it's very The hard. rules they apply don't it, allow them to do anything different. It doesn't really do anything other than show pictures of what we're doing. But the point is, if you follow a motoring journalist, it doesn't even matter which one, then there's a variety of opinion and photos and, and you know, reviews of things. And that's why actually now, you know, the vast majority of social media I follow is not big review sites, not big multinational kind of publishing corporations or anything like that. It's about people whose views I'm interested in. And actually, I'm far more likely to go out and buy a product or like a brand that's been well reviewed by somebody I trust, but also because who talks about it in the bigger context, you know, if Rafe Blanford only ever talked about Symbian, you know, I think we'd have a hard time getting on. But the fact that he, you know, we can have a broader it's conversation. Yeah, the fact we can sometimes talk concrete, about Mars bars, sometimes cats, we talk about concrete, and trips, cats, trips, yeah. and, and we talk about, you know, concrete we talk about Windows Phone yeah. and Symbian and, you know, Microsoft. And, and Microsoft and Nokia yeah. and Nokia and Microsoft. And Microsoft and Nokia. It's just nice to get get that variety. I just want to push back on this a bit because I actually think this is a problem that's really about how brands are using social media. And I think there can be good and bad usage, just as there can be from individuals. But it does bring out the point, I think, personality and a sense of consistent character is vital on social media. And it's much easier for individuals to do that than it is for brands. And it's about delivering value for want of a generic term. And there are some companies that have done that quite successfully. And, you know, there's the kind of tech support that Twitter's often used for. And I think that works very well and can actually create a very positive image. I wouldn't ever follow a company in that sense. But just the 
little bit of news or interesting story. I think it can work, but it is very hard to do well. I'll concede the tech support piece, but with open DM inboxes and things like that now on Twitter, I don't think you need to follow a brand in order to interact with it. No, I, just don't, I just don't want it front and centre in my view. And I have to say, there's one particular clothing brand that I like, and I buy loads of their stuff oh, in the guess. UK. And uh, Borden. No, no. Uh, but, it's, uh, but if I look at their Twitter or their social feeds... Hack it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I got Actually, it. Go on, yeah. go on. You got it. But <laughs> their photos and their social and the way they show their brand is so obnoxious and pretentious. Oh. It really puts me off. You know, I like their suits or I like their shirts, mm. but I don't feel any affinity with the way that they present themselves. So I yes, think I'm not going to bother. I'm going to find a guy who says, you know, this is good clothes or this is good watches or these are good cars and, you know, kind of let somebody else use their expertise. We are being followed, by the way, by Samsung Mobile. Well, uh, hello, Samsung Mobile. And I apologise. You need to get better at doing what you're doing. And HTC. Awesome. Right. um, On on the 444 people. Next recommendation from you. Um, I don't really have one. Is that because you don't use social media very much? Well, I do use social, but I, I use Facebook. I've been actually thinking of coming off Facebook or stopping using Facebook. I mean, if I did have to give you something, it would be stop oversharing. Can I add an addendum? Yeah. If you use a mobile device to automatically check in oh. or, you know, like use the GPS sensor to trigger automatic things oh, I, can't I will that. i will come for you in the night with a stick do you know and, what, the you know, um those stick is a four mild i feel yes the four square check-ins were <sighs> horrifying yeah absolutely horrifying i'm now king of science like, oh please please stop ben, ben has just walked 300 yards at the end of mondo fitness app i, I do not care okay uh, yeah. no, really and there yeah. used to be a way on on tweet deck you could actually say i don't want to hear anything from that particular provider Actually, that, that's still a function of Tweetbot, which is one of the uh, yeah. one of the, one of the, the Twitter apps useful I like. To do that. Yeah. So I think we can agree that oversharing is just a, a no-no. I, I actually then, think yeah. that that is so obvious; it should almost be like a kind of a, a rule that that is above, you know, kind of beyond our recommendations. It's, yeah, and automatic tweeting services as well. You know, I have added twenty-four new followers today. Yeah, that kind of nonsense. Don't care about those things. That needs to stop. The more I think about it, the more I agree with you. And that irritates me even more when I'm on mobile because when I'm on mobile, my attention span, my time, my screen estate, my battery, everything is limited. Everything is limited. Tweets to read. Yeah. You know, and then three of them are automatic nonsense ones. That's just really, really annoying. And, well, Rafe Blanford tells, you know, the Blanfordipedia tells us now that that more than likely some people are reading your social stuff on a mobile phone. Mm. And, um, I think the same goes with Facebook. You know, just the sheer quantity of, of I don't stuff. Do, do much with Facebook now. I mean, I, I I I am getting a little bit irritated now. Every time I log in and get people checking, you know, people that fly frequently keep on checking in the airports because they're really bored and no one else is around to speak to them. Yeah, here I am in the Sonso Lounge. Ugh, come on, I just I don't really on, care admit anymore. Admit it, you do that. I've done it once or twice. Okay, all right. Okay, so that one's firmly ah, firmly well, I win something. You win that one, Ralph Blanford. So I was going to have as my second one, Facebook, just don't do it. But honestly, I can't really get behind that. I mean, it's because Facebook's become less useful as various bits have been hived off by third-party apps. And, you know, we've had Facebook in some sense experience be diluted in this Instagram and all those other bits and pieces. But ultimately, it is still a very useful way of keeping in contact with 
friends, acquaintances, colleagues, and I don't use it sort of on a daily basis, but I still do use it. And I find the identity part of it, being able to sign into other services, really handy. So I wanted to go for basically just some general etiquette. And you're going to accuse me of stealing this out of Debrecht, but basically social is just like real life. Be kind, be courteous, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And basically behave, be nice. And, you know, you can come up with a whole bunch of rules. You know, the high road is paved with silence, in other words. Don't be nasty to people. And I just think a little bit more compassion and courtesy in the world would be a good thing, especially on the social networks. How many Blamfords are in Debrett's? Uh, if you're listening in America and you're wondering what Debrett's is, Debrett's is a famously old guidebook on social etiquette. And uh, who's who? And who's who is the is the I think is the one you were thinking of. Which, I don't. Is it by is Debrett's? It by, or is it something different? But who's who is, is yeah. the book you were talking about, which is the kind of you know the is it who's who Blanford. It, well, who it's, it's more who's about. it's more who's that with Rafe Blanford, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and actually, the other thing about this whole etiquette thing is actually don't let social take over your life. There are other forms of communication. And I'm not sort of advocating a return to postal letters but phone calls and other sort of messages postcards and, and postcards you know, you know and you can be quite digital phone. about it yeah uh, and it, it seems to me an increasing amount of conversation and contact has gone on to social network and often happens in a very public way and it can be quite unpleasant we've seen plenty of examples of people you know abusing each yeah. other on social Trolling. network and you know, that whole trolling has left me distinctly uncomfortable with it being used as a, as a digital medium for basically unpleasantness, and it's not nice. And certainly I couldn't understand how people could be bullied on social media for a long time, thinking about, well, you know, if you don't like it, turn Switch it off. off. Mm. And then sort of actually thought about, oh, for a completely different reason, thought, oh, my, well, I'm going to cancel my Facebook account just because I wasn't using it that much and I you know, didn't want to have social networks with information about me that I wasn't using. And then tried to and realised actually that the number of things that limited me from and cut me off from and, you know, even, you know, family party invites and things like that, they're mm. all done through Facebook events. And, and so it's easy said, but actually hard done. And therefore you leave that channel open. Mm. Can I just pick up, because we're, we're, we're running out of time, but that it just follows on to my last one. And I'm hoping I'm going to get a win on this one, which is Ben's second rule of social networks. Okay. No notifications on your smartphone or watch from social networks ever. No, that 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 is interesting because I, I get at messages. Yep. No, on, don't want to. Don't get notifications for those. Can I that, suggest an addendum to that? And actually, I would like a notification, but I would like it summarised into a digest rather than getting them all in one go because it's quite useful as a way of having it float up to the top. I just don't need to know about every single post and every single mention. Yeah, that's fair enough. But my my argument is not that you don't want to know about these things. My argument is that when it's Twitter time. Go to Twitter and you'll Have see a your mentions tab and you can go through it and you can then read your replies and interact with people and send messages and that kind of stuff. What if but, you forget, which is what I do. Well, but when if because it's only social networking, if you forget, you had something more important to do. Yeah. It's like the point is that Very I, my smartphone, when, at its worst, when I was kind of most carelessly using it, would just be buzzing all the way through the day. It was like I was just sat next to my mates in the pub mm. whilst trying to work 
And, you know, the conversations, the chat, the jokes, the interesting articles and stuff, you know, you'd be getting notifications about them or you'd be yeah. reading them on your time. And they're all way more interesting than the thing I'm actually being paid to do, you know, the thing I have to give my attention to and that kind of stuff. And it's just way, okay, too, dis it's way too distracting. Did, did, did you know that Ben was that weak-willed? I mean... But, I, but the point is... You know, I have to say, admit, you know, to a bit of weak will here, but you don't have to be that weak willed to give in on the 10th, 15th, 20th time. And if it's constantly buzzing away, and particularly if you've got multiple networks, so you might have family having a discussion, friends having a discussion, yeah. somebody's birthday, LinkedIn wants you to celebrate the fact that your mate down the road has been in his job for two years is having a work anniversary no work anniversaries are not no, a thing no. but the point is that all of that nonsense notifies you i mean god help you when it's your friend's birthday because everything from oh. skype to facebook wants to tell you about uh, it so i think there's definitely a case for notification overload here and i completely agree with you and actually the amount of work now required to manage social networks particularly if you start having large number of people that you're following and if you're using Twitter for kind of a, a news resource to dip in and out, of, actually, there is a temptation to follow more and more people. But I can't really get behind this as a no notifications ever because I think it's a bit of willpower. And it's going to depend on the individual. Some people that live on it much more, it's a much more central part of their life and they want to know about it immediately. And so I think there is absolutely a case to be made about can we manage this better? Can we have this overload not happen? And can there be more intelligence about what's floated to the top? Because some things I really want to know about. And actually, I have my Twitter set up so that I only get notified about things from people I actually really care about. And so it's a much shorter list of followers who, if they at mention me, that I'll get notified about immediately. immediately. But the rest, it's just on a Let's when, ask, I, when, ask, I, when I have time. And I'd like to see here. that. I'd like to see that happen more. So, for are we example, allowed to do it for people that we care about? Yeah. Well, so, so Ben and you are not on my list. So no. I'm actually able to respond to their app mentions much more quickly than I do anyone else's because I do get notified. And I think it's important that I, like I that. don't want to offend like them well, after when the I don't reply. After the podcast, we need to have an awkward conversation about all those messages from me that you haven't uh, responded to. But just for clarity, though, I also have the same rule for email. There's a point when I am ready to do email, I'll go into my email and I'll review yeah, no, yeah. the messages. But when oh, I, you don't get the push notifications. But, well, I used to, but I've turned them off because when I'm not mm. looking at my email client, I'm doing something else. And that needs to be something what I, if someone I focus sends you on. something urgently? But that's the point is I try to make clear to people that email's not real time. If you like, you, the, there's a hierarchy. If you need to get me urgently, me, text you me. phone me yeah. and so on and so forth. And, you know, actually... To be honest, I prefer if somebody emails me because the number of times that, like, if you and I were working together in an office yeah. and you were having a conversation with your boss, I wouldn't walk up to you and go, you and, you and, you and, you and, you and, you and, ah, lol, cats, ah, and walk off. <laughs> like, you know, and the point is that by allowing people to send notifications to you, it could be, you and, your house is on fire, or you need to go home because your little boy is unwell, yeah. or it could be, ah, amazing cats, I've been in my job three years, you know, and <laughs> all of those things are given equal prominence. Yes. Okay, anyways. Okay, I, I support that. All right, okay, so uh, I think it, just Bradford, to... Bradford, are you going to do it tonight? I can't get behind such right, a I think it's going to need to be... Fierce. I think I think it needs to be unanimous in order yes. for it to go in, so... Well, but if you and I vote... No, that mean, unanimous means everyone. Yeah, no, but can't we just <laughs> overrule them anyway? I mean, that's how the Bradfords did it. This is true, yeah. this is true, although this is a peasants' uprising, isn't it? So exactly, so can't we just they, they get the pitchforks they, out? They fear that happening again. It's that, a feudal system, exactly. what I say goes. Okay, so uh, just to recap <laughs> yes, then... Ewan, oversharing, I think we, we accepted that one. Rafe, um, 
Actually, no, you didn't get any in, Rafe. Uh, no, I got the really? private conversation. Private public. conversation. And I, I think that I think everyone could get behind the being courteous and kind. Yes, I think yes. okay, and uh, and I and what, we didn't get anything with LinkedIn. Thanks. Uh, no, you thanks for that. You didn't get LinkedIn, but I think I did get interesting people, not brands. Yes. So there we go. I don't know if that helps you or not. I hope so. Certainly, uh, tweeters. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> but don't expect a reply from no, Ben but, anytime but soon. The, the point is, you will get a reply because I set time aside. Full attention to it. Yeah, I set my time That's aside, good. and then I like to have a conversation. Yeah. And like, we will have a chat because I'll be there, ready to have the chat. You know, so it's not antisocial. It's just not rude. You just so, don't have very many mentions either. So you got. I'm, very, I'm in a fortunate position that uh, not many people. Because you're not a social media guru. Exactly. Okay. So just to quickly recap, if you do want to talk to us on Twitter, and we would, and like we to want talk to hear to you, from you. You can you can get us at three six one podcast. You can sign up for the newsletter from three six one podcast.com. There's a whole bunch of prizes from the amazing people at tigermobiles.com. That's the price comparison website. And Landtronics, who are the guys who are giving us the uh, the printers for uh, mobile devices. All you need to do is let us know what you think the best smartphone is on the market and the guys from Togo Mobiles are offering to give one listener that device or whatever they choose and you need to be subscribed to the newsletter which is a great way to find out about new podcasts anyway okay a few thank yous as ever editorial assistance was by Emma Krauss this week research support by Roland Banks as ever our venue facilities are provided by Digitas LBI and this episode was edited and mixed by Mark Cotton of audiowrangler.co.uk right chaps thank you very much thank you always a pleasure to talk you to you and we'll be back I'll see week. you in social it was a pleasure at Ben Smith UK and at you and thank you EW4N yeah we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see you on Google Plus bye <laughs> yeah right if you've enjoyed this podcast you can comment subscribe and catch up with previous episodes at 361podcast.com if you're an iTunes user we'd be jolly grateful for a five star review There's a link and pictures of how to rate the show at 361podcast.com slash rate. Each review makes it lots easier for new listeners to find us. 